You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Forts, the Fours Sports Hardcore Sports Talk. My name is Ron Taylor. I am your host, along with my co-host Bernard Hall. We have a couple of uh, uh, basketball coaches in the house. We got Mr. George Ward and Mr. Carlos McDaniel's. How's it going, guy? Wonderful. Great, great. How's it going, Ronnie? All right. So before we start, I'm going to let my, my, my co-host kick it just a minute, and then we'll get right into what we're going to talk about. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Monday. This is the Hardcore Sports Talk Show. We have two gurus in the studio with us today. We have Mr. George Ward and my buddy Carlos. We go way, way back. So we go have this round table today. It's going to be really fun on current events, on basketball. I hope everyone really enjoys this. But first, I want to start off. I want to give a moment of silence for a really, really good friend of mine. He went to Henry Ford with me. He's a class of 88 graduate, University of Minnesota graduate, and he played in the World League and a little bit of pro football, and he was one of the best guys, I tell you, best guys I know. And uh, he just loved the kids and loved football practice and football as a whole. Uh, Keith Ballard, really great guy. They are two-time national champs, uh, the Detroit Ravens and the uh, semi-pro league, him, him and Mike Marshall, himself and Mike Marshall. And I just want to tell you about this guy. He's such a great guy, and it's just so heartfelt. I just left the uh, the wake. And I just want to say before we had this moment of silence, uh, big shoes to fill. My brother, I love you, man, and uh, we go, you're going to be missed. And uh, But just know, man. We loved you, and we're going to keep your legacy alive, and uh, we're going to see you on the other side, man. We know you're going to be up there with Pops jogging and having the jogging club and keeping everything and everybody laughing, man. So uh, just go have this quick moment of silence. Thank you all. Thank you. And we're back. I'm going to push it over to my uh, host, uh, Ron Taylor. All right. What's going on, everybody? First, we're going to start the show off with something a little different today. We're going to go, we're going to talk about what's trending. And the thing that kept coming up to me trending was Aisha (laughs) Curry. Aisha Curry. <laughs> <And> I, wow. <laughs> 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 hey, we I, I might have we might have a lot of women mad at us. But, yeah. but listen. You'll get some he, calls. He, yeah. <laughs> he, here's here here's my thing with Aisha, man. It's it's like uh she let me as a matter of fact, let me read what she said, because I, I want to get it perfect. Uh we know that she wants attention from other men. Uh, let me read what she said. Basketball wife Aisha Curry admits she still wants attention from other men, not just Steph Curry, her husband. No good. No, <laughs> no, no good. Oh, that's right. That's not good at all. Let me, let me explain my thing, you know, and then I'm going to let everybody, you know, chime in. Here's my thing about that. Aisha, you know, when, when you say something like that, it's it's not a good look when you say it, but we all know that women love attention because, you know, they wouldn't dress up and do all this extra stuff if they didn't. But for her, the problem with her is is she's not going to get any attention because of who she's married to. I think, uh, right, you right. know, uh, her husband— 
first of all, he's a superstar basketball player. He's a millionaire. An MVP. Yeah, he's giving her everything that she's ever wanted. Listen, women would kill to be in her position. But, you know, and now and and now she, you know, he's giving her everything that she's ever wanted. So she wants attention from other men. And I just think that uh that's really for her mentioning it, it's is really not a good look because another guy, let me tell you how guys act. No one, no guy is going to give her any attention because, listen, they feel guys like are untouchable. Exactly, a guy is not going to waste his time. If if a guy says something to a girl, he wants to know that it's a chance that he might get with her. That's 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 my point. And if they see her, they see all that she has and all that her husband is bringing to the table. They're not even going to waste their time to try to talk, trying to talk to her. So that's just my my thing about it. So. Here we go. Well, <laughs> right, like right, my right, man right. Samuel Jackson said in the movie, it's Giuliani time. <laughs> We're in studio number three. The line is open, 248-579-5260. Hey, unless Aisha go pull a Shawnee O'Neal in the trainer or or the aerobics guy or the, the chef or whoever, something like that, mm-hmm. then she might get a guy that got four different invoices that say, uh, you know, I could be the call boy, I could <laughs> be the maintenance man, or I could be the escort. <laughs> yeah. But ain't nobody going to want to be with her because my man got that chop. Right, yeah. right, it's just right, it's right. that That's simple. He got fight. that paper, and ain't nobody going to want to challenge that. That's now, if she come on somebody and say, let's do the secret squirrel, she might get some action if she paying. She will. Okay. <laughs> if she paying. No Which I ain't gonna, you know, I'm right. like my man said, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna say OJ did it, but I ain't mad at you. Oh, you understand? What you think, G? I just can't. I don't even know how the conversation that, that Lori Lynn Ward now would have after she said something like that. <laughs> That's so right. I, I don't even, I, I just can't understand what's her mindset. And, right. then, and then to say it. See, right. that, that goes to another level. To think it is one thing. Right. But to come out and say it really means she feels strongly about it for her to let the world know. Yeah. And for her to be oblivious to how everybody would receive it or how her husband would receive right. it. I don't know, man. That's that's a hard do. I don't I can't I can't understand how you would want that. Okay, okay. What's hey y'all, right quick. Hey, we got a call. <laughs> call her, what's your name? And uh Where you if, from? And where you from and what's your question, please? Hello? Yes, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead caller. Call you're on the air. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead with your question. We're having a little technical difficulties, everybody. Caller, go ahead. They hung up. They'll okay. call back. So we we gonna go back. We gonna keep, I'm gonna keep this rolling like this, but we gonna go back into it, and then we going over to Carlos and see what his take on it. Right. But again, just to touch on that, when my man G said. I, I don't know what conversation we could have no. because, see, <laughs> me, I ain't even got the money that Steph had. But I'm just going to put it out there. If it I got matter. the money that Steph, it don't even it matter. matter. Right. You can because be, if you I can have a, right, because if I have a bad dream, you cheat yeah, on me, you oh, can man, never see me again. Go ahead. You understand what I'm saying? So what you got, What you think, Lowe's? My take on it, man, is when she said that she need that attention. But you got to understand, like you say, you Steph Curry's wife, right? That's right. And when you go out, you're going to be at gay lives. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be at these big parties and everybody know who you are. Exactly. You know, so, but if you come on, you know, Finkel and Schaefer at the Broadway, uh-huh. you know, you're going to get all you can handle, you right. know, regardless who he is. Right. So what are you going to do with the attention? 
No, right. There you go. Yeah. See, here, that's he, my question. Who want to be in the picture window? And yeah, here's the thing, on, though. Man. Here, here's the thing. With that, with that conversation that she had, she what she did was she opened up Pandora's box. So you can best believe right now it's gonna be a bunch of grimy dudes all in her DM. You know what I'm saying? Because they know right now that you're looking for the attention. Mm-hmm. They was they was thinking at first, ah, yeah, you you untouchable. But now they thinking like, oh, well maybe. You know what I'm saying? And listen, somebody, just somebody, might slip through the crack. That's a possibility. Man, watch out for your teammates, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know how all that went, right. so we know we're going to pass over. Again, we're in studio number three. This is the Hardcore Sports Talk Show, uh, 248-579-5260. Give it to us. Give us your take on what you think. But we go get into this forum and this basketball talk, wow. and you know, we just like the old Saturday thing. We we just kicking it today, and we talking about the current events and what's trending in basketball right now. First off, Beeline from Michigan goes right. to the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a big one. Speak on it, G. Well, I just you know, Coach Beeline, uh, who does a great job. He's a basketball guy, mm-hmm. and he's coached at every level. You know, you're talking about a guy, and it's almost unprecedented. And he's never been an assistant coach. Now that's this that's, is what's amazing. That says a lot about him. Right. Uh, you know, at the at the high school level, Division three, everything. He's he's seen it all. So I just think for me right now, it was a shock. I'm sure to everybody else. I didn't even hear any whispers about it. You know. Um, so when it came on, they said he took the job. I was thinking, uh, well, maybe you know, he's at the end of his career. And maybe in his mind, it was like it's something else that he wanted to do that he wanted to accomplish. What? So, just yeah, one moment, right? we have a caller. Let's let's hold that right there. Hold that thought, caller. Go ahead. What's your name and what's your question? Um, my name is Don Taylor. I would like to know what's the topic. The topic right now is we're talking about John Beeline. That was taking the job for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But if you were listening, we can backtrack over to Miss Aisha Curry's uh, situation. My man so what's, so what's, what's your question? Give it to us. Well, I think D-line leaving was more of a business decision. He's 66 years old. I don't think he'll finish out five years in Cleveland. Probably wanted to coach in the NBA. Two years, probably retire you know, wanting to coach in the NBA on that level. So that that's the way I look at it from him leaving and going to Cleveland. But I don't think he'll finish off five years at 66, maybe two years in Cleveland, depending on how they winning or whatever. But he, he won't be there five years. I kind of agree with that because, remember, think about this. Last year – he was thinking about going to the Pistons, if you could remember. If they so, would have came with that job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, more money in Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Way and, more and, money. And, well, and, and also, Donna, you made a great point. I don't I don't think here if, – if it's abbreviated like that, if it's two years, I think it'll be because of the losing. I think uh, yeah. Mr. Gilbert probably will make a, a decision. But, Absolutely. That's true. Uh, you That's know, true. Coach Beeline is in very good shape. You know, he had a little issue before, as we recall, you know, with some cardiac issues and right, things of that true, nature. True, but true, true. I think those things have been rectified. I, I think that for him, he's a basketball guy. You look at his system, a lot of flowing, a lot of ball movement. It's kind of what the NBA has kind of evolved into right now. So we'll see. But you know, you definitely need players. And I right. just think, you know, at this stage of his career, he's going to have to have a lot of energy and a lot of patience. So we, we'll kind of see how that works out. You have a take on that, Carlos? 
Yeah, I was kind of shocked too when uh, it, it, it came about and I looked at my phone and breaking news. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, I had to sit back and like see where he was coming from with that. You know, but like you say, you know, on the tail end of his career, it's something that he wanted to fulfill, mm-hmm. you know, on his way out. And that's how I see it. Like you say, you're not Cleveland, you know. You, you got a lot of work. Well, you're not going to win right away. Exactly. That's for sure. Well, they definitely, got a, they and, definitely and know that. Six years old. Absolutely. Yeah. Six years old. Absolutely. Right, right. Right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Great so, call. Yep. Great call. We thank you for calling in. Uh, any more questions? Give us a call in. We're open on the lines. Two four eight five seven nine fifty two sixty. Here's my take, guys. He is solidifying his future and his legacy so that his children, grandchildren, and their children, all they got to do is go to school and do what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. or open whatever business. Exactly. You can't have a better legacy. He's been at Michigan. Like G said, he has never been an assistant coach. That's really, really unprecedented. Oh, unprecedented. Very unprecedented. So, you know, everybody know that you're going to win a certain amount of games for coaching. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to win. You got to play chess when they playing checkers. Right, right, so right. you look at coach over at Syracuse. He's still there. Wow. Yeah. Ben Boheim, they're not going to run him out. He's going to leave no. on his on terms. His own terms. Just yeah. like so Izzo. you can't be mad. And Izzo, so you can't be mad at him for taking that. This The money that he's made in his career, this money, this five-year deal solidifies his future. Good. Okay. He ain't never got to worry about it. He's going to have the best doctors, plus he's making more resources for his family to yes. uplift them. Yes. And along the way, if they start get some players and win some games, right. or if he set it up so that Cleveland can win, he can finish up with a job in the front office or he just in good graces of Beeline, which is how he got the job in the first place. And I, I think the, the greatest thing about this is he is a basketball guy. He is a you basketball know, you, guy. You really look at it, you know, his development. I, I've had the, the privilege of, of seeing a practice or two. Uh, he really is big on player development. He does a great job, free-flowing offense, moving that basketball, getting those bigs involved. So, uh, you know, that's where the NBA is right now, and I'm, I'm sure it won't be too big of an adjustment for him and what he's been able to do. So we, we'll see how it goes. Okay. We're going to move on to the next uh, topic uh, that's trending, and we're, that's, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard's shot last Mm-mm. night. <laughs> made the M that made the MJ shot at the end. Yeah. You understand? I know in wow. San Antonio they kicking themselves for not Ooh. letting that man get healthy. You know, that's that's the only bad decision I ever seen Pop make. What y'all think? <laughs> hey. He's had a stellar career. That's the only decision I seen them make trying to rush him back. And then he comes out and do this. Well will he will he stay or will he go? What do you think, Carlos? I don't know, man. You know, Kawhi's so quiet, man. He keep everything under the uh, vest, man. He don't leak nothing out. That's so true. all we can do is just wait and see what he do, you know. But that shot last night, man, you ain't going to win unless you take the shot. You got to take that's the a, shot. That's a fact. And he was taking all the shots last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. One, <laughs> thing, <laughs> one thing about it, we knew. Carlos would take the shot. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to take the shot, baby. You can't he win. Believed, he believed in taking the shot. Yeah, no matter where you at, throw it up, man. That's Guess right. That, no, that's true. He though. took 40 shots last night in the regulation game. That was the only way they go going to win. Laurie wasn't going to show up. No. He's well, not going to well, show up. Well, you know what? He, I, I will say this, Nardi, for what for who Lowry is. He did his best. I, you know, a lot of people want him to be. And again, everybody can't be Bernard Hall. You That's know, right. You, everybody gonna everybody ain't gonna run a touchdown anytime they touch it. That's right. I think 
for Lowry for what he does, you know, Raphael Peterson said this last night. We watching the game, and right. you know, I told him, I said, "Raph, come on, man." For what Lowry, his skill set is, he's not turning it over. No, he don't turn it over very. He often. hit a couple big shots. He plays tough. I don't care what sport it is. If you play tough and you're not and you're not turning this thing over and you're hitting over shot every now and again, half the battle. I mean, that's half the battle right there, man. That's, that's a true statement. You know, that, you know yeah. he, he. I mean, for what he is, for who he is, for what he came into the league, nobody expected him to come into the league yeah. and become Jason Kidd. He's and the I toughest think guy on that team. He is he is extremely tough. Yeah. And he's gonna play through the whistle and everything. So I just think for who he is and what what they have, I mean, I just think they've done a great job. It's amazing. But I don't know how Kawhi was able to go right again. And I will let y'all kind of go and I want to finish that <laughs> thing off. Ooh, right. Boy, that was tough. Because you question you question Philadelphia's coach uh, for, for letting him go right. Well You're not you're not you know going what? right on me. I don't I don't I don't really like to do that and the, and the great Benny White told me before he said, you know, everybody everybody has a way of winning way. and losing. Uh I didn't think I just did not believe that MB should have been on the floor right. in those last four seconds. Because mm. it's gonna cause a switch. It's go, thank you. He can't that's get what there. they ran to. And we and have a rule. Yeah. We have a rule. And my, my players we've done it so many times in practice, situational drills. Where they know five seconds under, even maybe six, we're gonna swap everything out. Size is not that big of a factor at that time because and what's the time. chance you getting a shot off and a rebound? Mm-hmm. Just box out. Yeah. You, but you've got to be able to switch. Mobility. Kawhi got the Kawhi got the basketball top of the key, y'all. That's right. right. Yeah. Where did he end up? In, in the, the corner. Right hand corner. Now that's that's amazing. Now none of us and none of us were there and none of us are coaches at the pro level. But guess what? We all knew. Kawhi was going to get it, and, and Kawhi was going right. They yeah. going right. Yeah, he spent so, out of that too. So Went when we swap right. it out, when we swap it out, I just would have appreciated if possibly Scott was on the floor. Another guy's about six nine, six ten, so they couldn't just throw it to Gasol. I understand the thinking, but if you swap it out, he could prevent. He could switch it up, make Kawhi go left, and we have a different situation. But for him to take about four or five dribbles to the right, <laughs> that's again. no good. Oh. Man, right, and, and and then you look at the situation back where they wanted to compare it to Craig Elo's shot that Jordan hit on him. Oof. Each time Jordan dribbled to the to left, left. <laughs> and left. then jumped up to over left. him and said, "I'm to gonna left. stay up here while you fly by." I mean, it's a it's Blind a big shot, guy. It's a big shot, but again, I mean, Kawhi yeah. was MVP of the finals before. He's Absolutely, really, he's he showing everybody something right that now, I've been he? there. Oh, he's been he's there. showing everybody. Yeah, he's something. been there before. That's right. Yeah, and I you heard what he said on the press conference. What did he? What did he say on the press conference? All I wanted to do was get healthy. Oof. Hmm. When you get a guy that say all I wanted to do was get healthy and quiet, yeah. I couldn't even imagine that he was wolfing or giving them that much trouble. He right. just said, I was listening to my doctors. I just wanted to get healthy. Or you would have had a Grand Hill situation. There you He'd go. been out for five years, and, and they'd have still been dogging him. And you know right, Pop right. is an old school Joe Hoskins type of guy. Now Absolutely. Now know about that. Oh, yeah. Where he probably was like, hey, man, you better get your – that's yeah, right. Cool. If yeah, you right. can move, you can play. Yeah. Right. If they got to carry you out of here, and you we've can all play. been guilty of that. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, we've all been guilty of that. So, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that boy's tough, man. The tough. Times has changed. Ryan, give us what we got, man. Come on with it. As far as what? <laughs> What's our next topic over here? This we getting hot up in here. No, okay, hold on. Let's go right. back to we, this for real quick too, okay. because I know our listeners. Somebody <laughs> wants to has thought about this. Philadelphia had two possessions or three possessions. Well, they had two with a 24-second sh- shot clock. And, and then they right. shot an air ball. They shot a couple air balls. Mm-hmm. 
I think offensively, when you look at it, and everybody talks about, you know, end of the game, and everybody talk about the shot. Very few people talk about the last three or four minutes. Those those possessions when Philly, Philly was up one, mm-hmm. give up offensive rebound, Kawhi hit a three. You come down, you take have three or four bad possessions because Embiid didn't get on the post. I just think from a coaching standpoint, again, it goes back to what you talked about, Ron. I just think I was wondering why didn't Embiid and why didn't they have Ben get back on his block? They had some success, and then he tried to get cute with it. Mm-hmm. It's not time to get cute now. No, we know. I don't care if you know where the ball is going. Keep right, it base. Right. Let, let, let's keep it simple, stupid. That's what Judd Heath Cole thing was. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Let's get this ball on the block. You had all five guys on the perimeter, and you've got on Toronto's team. You got three heck of a defenders. Really four. They're going to swap everything out, and if four, that really cost them the game. The shot, yeah, everybody, we're going to look at ESPN, and it's a hell of a shot. But prior to that, Philly had control of that game. And I just think offensively they were, they got really, really stupid. They stagnant. Mm. They got stagnant. Yes, sir. Yeah. And everything was perimeter-based. They trying to run J.J. Reddick off some screens. and That's right. No, nah, yeah. after a while they were like, man, J.J., you're not going to get another shot. You're on. not getting another shot. They play shot. in the same conference, so they, they were very familiar with each other. Right. So Toronto was much tougher. And – Ultimately, Toronto was smarter, and that's right. what we won the basketball game. For Absolutely, yeah. smart and mental tough. What you think, folks? Yeah, well, then B got uh, up the top. You know, mm-hmm. you on the perimeter. We don't need you right there, I don't man. Need, oh, man. We don't need you right there. You yeah. should have been down there muscling. Well, I get the big guy thing. You know, you want to play out there, shoot threes, right? But when we need that, we need that. You can get a three whenever you well, want to. But when we need that, we need that down there on the. Los, as it was mentioned before by Instant Six, you know, we know you like to shoot that thing, but yes, yeah. sir. MB was one for six That's on the three right. point yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't have been out. He's one there. for six. Yeah, he shouldn't have been out. There. And he the rule, be. the number one rule is you ain't never got to shoot. And you don't have to. And, and but again, it, it's never about our coaching. We we kind of everybody does the same thing. We kind of know. All right, but it's about what you stress in that fourth quarter. I need you to have a foot in that paint. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I need you to have a foot in that paint. Why man. do you know? And that was something that I wanted to ask both of you guys. Why? Why does so many big Today's game, why is so many big men? Because, what, just 10 years <laughs> ago, everybody was playing with their back towards the big men played with their back towards the basketball. Well, not 10, not 10 years ago, Ron. No, no. not I mean, in the, the NBA, you could see it kind of shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. You remember when KG, Dirk, yep. mm-hmm. when them guys started hitting shots, now we get in the gym, and as opposed to make, making everybody get a little versatile, so okay, mm-hmm. I don't mind you hitting a 10, 15 foot. If you could hit a three, cool. Rasheed, was a three-point specialist. But people forget yeah. with his back to the basket. He was the best. He was a son of a gun. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, down but there, yeah. You remember Lowe's? I yeah. mean, but so now our big key is now, I mean, it's crazy. It's almost crazy looking at basketball now because everybody wants to play on the perimeter. Well, that and one and all that stuff messed that up. Started it. up. That started it. That started it. But it comes from overseas as well, you know, because they train their big men to shoot Great threes. Yeah. You know, that's what they do over well, it's there. It's a more open game. Yeah, so that's how, what they do. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys – okay, so now when you see guys like that opposed to – because both of you guys coach, mm-hmm. you know, how do you how do you uh, adjust your coaching style to these kids that want to play like that now? Well, I'm letting Los do that. Man, listen <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one, man. If you you have a great skill set, and I'm gonna see it off the rip, okay. And I, you know, I can see if you can shoot or you can't shoot. But I'm gonna tell you, bro, you you can't make that shot, man. 
I understand your parents want you to shoot three, step out there with the little fellas and all that. Mm-hmm. But if we need a basket, man, like G. Ward said, I need you down there on the box and like, give me that. Right. Give me that, man. Or you're going to be sitting next to me. Yeah, and then everybody's going to be mad, but we're going to win right. this game because it's sure. a team thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. There's no I in team. <laughs> and I learned early on, one coach yeah. told me, he said, Bernard, stats for losers. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my. That's a great statement. A man. very great statement. Well, I, I, I think what we – Lost sight of, I mean, when you look at the bigs, when you look at Shaq, you know, you're talking about historically, Kareem, Bill Russell, all of those guys. I I get it. You know, D.C. was one of the guys when we got to see Derek play. And I remember I saw him and he graduated what same year you did, right, Nardi? Yeah. Uh, I, I saw Derek and I'm thinking, I'm watching him push the ball up the floor. Troy Northern as well. But he kept. He played with his back to the basket as well as anybody. That skill set was just not facing the basket. He could he could back you down. He could hit you with left hook, right, everything. You've got to be able to go something, go to something that makes the game easier. Mm-hmm. Game seven, last couple minutes, you can talk your behind off. We're not going to hit a whole lot of jump shots out there, especially a seven-footer yeah. who's right, been playing right. with a lot of intensity. Embiid was tired as ever. And, Gasol was tired and, as ever. They was tired. And the guy from, from Denver was tired, Donjic. Uh, did Don, Joker, did what, what you talking about? He was, bad boy too, right? Bad you talking boy, about, but he, he couldn't shoot that J. You talking about the Joker? You talking about the Joker? But he played with his back to the basket too. He hit the jumpers, everything. But he plays with his back to the basket too. Offensive rebound, just flip it up and go in. Come on, let the church say amen. Fatigue make you a coward. Let the church say amen. Fatigue make you a coward. Can you blame them for running their offense through him? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's as skilled a big guy. As man, as we've seen, yeah, he may he may turn out to be as good as or better than Dirk. Oh man, I mean for for, for the position that he plays because he's yeah. a, he's a real five. He is really a five. He's Absolutely. a five. Dirk is a four. I get it. Yeah, and so then that, that stretch really four thing, you know, right. that that Losin everybody wanted to get that stretch four thing going, but this fella's <laughs> a five for real. Yes, he I is. mean, what, right. what do you think he weighs? About what two ninety? Yeah, yeah, he's a big fella. Yeah, fella, he, he ain't no skinny yeah. dude. No. Yeah, he's yeah. a big yeah. fella. Yeah, yeah. I mean, finish left, finish right. Pat, he's he's probably the best passer on their team almost. Oh, yes, he is. Now that's yes, crazy. He so he has a skill set that's real. It's just so high, man. He can do just about anything. You know, and the guy, I'm gonna get you this bucket. I'm gonna get that rebound. I'm gonna get that block shot. I'm gonna get that steal. You know, for a guy that's what. Seven foot? What is it, seven feet, seven one? Yeah, seven yeah. one. Come on, so, man. So tell me this, guys. What do you think when you get a coach, and I believe Beeline going to be the same way, and he's mm. going to say, like a uh, coach did when he was with Philadelphia and the other teams, he said, we go play right, and I want you to get on the block. What you think them guys going to say to him when they say something to him like that? What are, what are those big guys? What are they going to say, the guys that's coming out now? What are they going to say to him when they tell him that? You talking about the freshmen coming into college? No, coming into the, the pros. NBA, oh, the pros. pros. Oh, okay. What, 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 how do you – the egos that they have, what what, what you think they, them guys saying when they tell them we need you to get down there on the block? What are they going to say to Zion? Put it that way, right? Well, he can't shoot anyway. But, I mean, you know, that's another story. Los, what you what you think about that, Los? What what, what you think? Uh, well, Beeline and the new kids coming in. Well, he, you know, he's a real Beeline's a real good teacher. You know, he 
he brings out a lot in kids. You know, he never went after that star, that five star guy. Right. Sure didn't. You know? Did he? No. Oh, okay, go ahead and finish. I yeah. got one better than that. Right. Okay, that's go cool. Yeah. But you know, when those guys come in, hopefully, you know, their heads on the right swivel. But mm-hmm. these kids nowadays is something different. Okay, so what about our guy here in Detroit? Then that's shooting threes. Mm-hmm. That should be a twenty twenty. Drumming, drumming. Yeah. So what about that? Well, I, I, I thought you was talking man. about Griffin. No, you're talking about Drummond. I knew that Griffin, was Griffin. That's no oh, good. Fuck. I'm not talking about him. Uh, Drummond, we're giving money away. Yeah, yeah he just wants to be a point guard so bad. He's never going to show up in the playoffs. It's no good. The team they had in L.A., he never showed up. Well, neither did the point guard either. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one? CP3? Yeah. No, no. He, no, no. You can't. I, no, no, you can't blame that on CP. Well, this, this is the not? thing with that. I think we must remember. That the the owners of NBA teams and NFL teams they they are about making money. Yeah, that's a fact. It's Blake, a show. Blake Griffin is not a number one option. Thank I mean, you. if you look at his game, I mean, it's just I mean, you, you know, it's nothing against Blake or anything like that. And you know, I, I hope he's listening, but uh, <laughs> he he's not that. And you know, him winning dunk contests and things of that nature. Him again in our community, somebody dunking a basketball with regularity, we lose sight of skill or lack thereof. I'd look at Blake and I look at Drummond and I could see where nobody really fundamentally taught him how to play. Drummond's seven feet, he's he's wide, he's three hundred pounds, all of that. But fundamentally, you know, he's just not he's he's not what you would want him to be. He's enjoying his money and he's enjoying you know, and I I I get it. He doesn't have a lot of fire in his belly. So I, you know, I, I'm not mad at him about that. You know, Blake, we gave him all that money. I don't I don't understand any of that. But when you talk about Beeline, going back to what Nardi said, he really is not a guy that makes his bigs play with their back to the basket. You look at right. you look yeah. at the guys he had, the seven footer that he had this year at Michigan. He did a great job of developing his skill set, but the one knock on him has been he doesn't really ever have a post guy per se, and he doesn't really utilize that because he likes to space the floor out. And I think that's that was the ultimate decision, and that was the deciding factor, I think. That's what got him beat. That's that's what got him beat. And in the league, though, you have more teams that kind of wanted their bigs to shoot, and everybody everybody's into that and kind of – I think the timing was perfect for Beeline to get this. Oh, time. absolutely! Yeah, the absolutely. kid he got down there now, Michigan. He, you know, yeah. he was shooting threes, and you never would have thought that. Was Teske? Oh my goodness, Teske! Come on, man. Teske. I mean, if I walked into a gym, I mean, think about it. Teske was in high school a couple of years ago. That's right. right. If we walk into a gym, I'm I schedule a game against a team from Ohio, and I look up, and Teske's in the layup line. Right. I'm going back and I'm telling my as soon as I see him, I'm going to tell my bigs, look, we're gonna front the post, we're gonna do this and do that because you gotta know they're gonna throw it inside. Oh, right. Right. And if you see him drift out to the three point right. line, you're gonna say thank you. You say thank you. <laughs> Fella, I really appreciate this right. to the coach. I thank you. Your job yeah. is, all your job is to do is face guard. Right? Don't come let on. him come in and go rebound. So like you said, so who's gonna be the coach when Teske out there shooting a three nine, Michigan? What's what's gonna happen? Who was they bringing in? What I mean, right. well, philosophically, you know, for a, for a year or two, when when Michigan was having a great deal of success against Ti up in Michigan State, everybody said, "Hey, man, see, their offense is free flowing." But we haven't we haven't looked at it overall. Is has done a pretty good job because he's had the traditional. And again, this is where he gets now. Everybody, right. oh man, what why did he get why did he recruit Ward? And he, well, you need a guy. 
gotta have a guy. You gotta a, have a guy a black, that I can throw this ball. You gotta have a black top guy. Absolutely. I, right. You know, I just think ultimately you gotta have that. So, you know, uh, some some coaches believe in one philosophy, and there's more than one way to skin a cat. I get it, but I just think I'm gonna throw this ball inside. That's yeah. right. Uh, we're in Studio Three. This is the Fours Hardcore Sports Talk. We have in studio Mr. Jo- uh, Coach George Ward and Coach Carlos McDaniels. You can hit us up at two four eight five seven nine five two Cardinal for life, baby. Two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. As they mentioned in this Cooley stuff, (laughs) I can remember those days when we over there in the summer and Coach Mm. Kelso had the gym open. Mm. uh, Always had the gym open. Everybody came with their gym bags. And when you walked through that door, bruh, it wasn't no layup line and plan. It was get stretched and get ready because it was about to go down. (laughs) And you're talking about some of the best players and the best run. I know we lost five to seven pounds a day. Oh, my. You know, the funny thing about that, and, and, you know, Bernard Hall is, is known for, if you Google him, football will come up. Joe Blankenship, football will come up. But those guys stayed in our gym. And I know when people talk about themselves or talk about anything that they're affiliated with, they kind of, you know, exaggerate a little bit and embellish a little bit. But the summer basketball inside of that gym on Finkel and Hubble. Oh, yeah. That was closer to Chalfont was amazing. Absolutely. You know, you would have literally 30, 35, 40 guys, and Coach would have a gym open all day. I mean, you know, I know people hear that term and they think, no, you can't. No, I mean, he would say, hey, guys, I'm going to be at the gym at 11 o'clock. Uh-huh. You'd be up there. And everybody knew, no cell phones. That's right. Some kind of way. Everybody, we found, we called everybody and said, okay, man, come up to the gym. Right. McKenzie, Southwestern, Henry Ford, Murray Wright, right. Central, everybody was represented. Oh, yeah. And man, did we get it in? It was going, you down. know, and and you talking about old school fouling and and oh, yeah. you know about the fight and black and, top. And black top. It was black top on the wood, oh, you know. And we've gotten away from that. And so when you talk about tough basketball, you talk about the city of Detroit. Some people like to say, "Well, the city of Detroit's gone down." I mean, that's obvious. You know, our population has gone down, but I think we've gotten away from that. I think we've gotten away from that tough kind of basketball. Yes, Bernard Hall is coming in, and everybody's kind of looking. You know, a Nardi would come in, look like with a a shirt a, a shirt that could fit his <laughs> his six year old niece or something. <laughs> and you know, he and Blank coming in, they're all American football players, right, right, right. And they and they ready to fight, not in the literal sense, but if they had to, they would have. But it was family. But I yeah. mean, they would be ready to when, get it when in. We got to tip that ball off, losing, and was nobody wanted to lose losing because was you unacceptable. I mean, you were down. I don't care who you were. Yeah, You're down three games. Yeah, that open run, man, is the best run, man. You will learn a whole lot from, you know, you can copycat off a kid in there, you know. Open runs the best ball. Because I do UAW basketball, right? And I tell my guys, we need to set up open runs. So when some guys come in, you're old now, you're 35, 40. Mm-hmm. You know, well, why can't we just have practice where we can run plays? Run plays at 35, man? Stop <laughs> it. If I got to run a play for you at 35, dude, you you don't know how to play the game. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> right. Open yep. run, man. Get your legs together. That's get right. your heart together. And you just go at it, man. Right. That's right. You know, That's right. so. Coach Kelso, Coach Kelso would say, "No, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that." Coach Kelso would say, "Hey guys, hey, hey, we can run to the ball, get tired." That's right. That's a lot of leather to wear out in one day. That man said, "We can run to the ball, get tired." He sure did. (laughs) That's right. To the ball, open run, baby. Let's go. 
So we go, hey, we go move on. We go get on this next, next, next trending thing. And we're going to Golden State Warriors against the Portland Trailblazers. Who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out the West? Mm. Whose guns going to be loaded? Who's the quickest? Who's Mm. Wyatt Earp? Talk about it, Los. Oh, boy. This one here. That willy-nilly basketball with Golden State now that KD not there, man. So you gonna check how you gonna check the shooters coming off screens, right? KD's an ISO guy. And he held Clay back. That's how I felt. Clay was standing back, pouting. You right. know, but once he went out with that willy-nilly, I'm running this way, you gonna run the other way, and who will open. We don't even look at the basket. We just throw it up and it got a chance. And dude, those shots they was making, man. Come on. Remember, they won without KD too, so you yeah. know, they ain't gonna miss him. They Is lost he? without him too. You yeah. know, Brian well, said you better go get somebody else. Well, I say I say this though, and I think Coach Water agree with me. Mid mid post, he's all around. He's yeah. he's evolved into oh. the best player in NBA yeah, basketball. But mid post, when they when when Golden State runs KD and throw the ball at him to the mid post, they're unbeatable. Can't nobody stop them. Because if you if you let him go one on one, he go make a bucket and shoot free throws all day. If you back up or come up, he go throw the ball to one of them two, and they gonna make it. Yeah, that that's that's that, it's, that's that a higher cover. That weaponry is um, wow. It, it, it's kind of unbelievable. But I will say this, uh, you know, and I'm still I, I'm looking at that lineup, and I'm saying, how do you cover them? And the one thing them. that they, you know, you look at Day Day, um, who. Really makes that thing go. The X-Men. You know, you're talking about somebody at that four position mm-hmm. who has the mind of a point guard. Right. And, you know, at times, it, I mean, brings the ball up on a break. I mean, he makes the extra pass. He sees the floor. To have him on a team with Steph, Clay, and KD, it's almost illegal. You know, when we were growing up, if you picked a team and you looked at the team, you said, oh, no, it's going to be a slaughter. Yeah, I remember that. All right, it's a slaughter. We got to pick over. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, KD. I, I just, I still, and, and my sons, my, you know, I, I mess with them for this. Torian and Jaleel, Jaleel Tariq Ward said, "Dad, I still." He just said it last night. He said, "I still can't get it. I still can't really root for Golden State." I said, "Son, what's happening?" I just wanted him to explain himself. Okay. He says, "Dad, I, KD shouldn't have gone over there after you were up three one." So I, I still, still tough for me. Uh-huh. And, and and I want to say Portland because my emotions get involved, but from realistically, how you gonna beat Golden State? That's tough. But I tell you what, C.J. McCollum, true, and damn Dane, uh-huh. damn they coming with it. if if they play smart. I just think Stotts has to, and obviously he's not gonna do it in forty eight hours. If Stotts kind of tighten that thing up a little bit. Because some of them shots they were taking yesterday, it was like, what the hell? What are y'all doing? What are we, what are we doing? If they really tighten it up a little bit, they're going to be tough to beat. They'll yeah. be tough to beat. I, I, I promise you that. Portland can Portland can get something done. Yeah, well, McCollum, you know, he was in that box, man, with a dirt knee up fade right there. And they couldn't get to it, and he gave you buckets. Oh, that's for sure. He gave you buckets, man. But then you got to bog down to those. It's hard to catch those shooters where they at. Well, it, it won't be. It, they not gonna be no pushover. Uh, it's not gonna be. Like, and like my man no, Mike no. Tyson said, 
Everybody got a plan until they get hit. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So we go. We, we go, go see. see. Right, it's, right, right. Because Scotty said today on the jump, I was watching it. Okay. And Scotty Pippen said, oh, don't be fooled. Portland can get the, something the big, done. The big bad wolf will be back. Oh, talking about KD. KD. He said, "Oh yeah, don't don't think the big bad wolf ain't coming to play." He said, "It ain't torn." He said, "He's getting massaged and he's getting oh, no, he's, getting, he's getting frozen and he's yeah. getting heat and massaged twenty four and, and twenty four seven. He's getting twenty four hours. Say by his sleep, they doing it. But it was crazy how uh, Curry said, "Yeah, and, you know, KD will be back for the next series." Oh, <laughs> like Ali, like they was going, they knew they was going, like, yeah, yeah. like they knew like, they wow. was going win. So, <laughs> so do we? Do we think, gentlemen, out of the father four? of us. Do we think Portland has a do, do any of us believe Portland has a chance? I legitimately think so. Well, any, you know what? These are professionals. So I think everybody has a chance. So, you know, you never know. Hey, Curry may may oh, tear something. And then that changes the whole dynamic of the whole thing. No, so, they lose then. <laughs> I mean, but well, you know what I'm saying? But Ron, so, my, my thing is Secretly, and we've all been athletes. You could, if you knew who you were going to play next, you say, "Okay, if this guy wins, then I have to play him." Mm-hmm. Secretly, I don't believe Golden State wanted to play Portland. I just do. When you look at the backcourt that they have, and, and oh yeah, I know the Joker presented another animal for Golden State too. I don't think Denver mentally was ready to go to that next level. No, they weren't ready. I just think mentally and emotionally they weren't ready for that. Right, Mm -hmm. right. I give you that. I think Dame, Dame and McCollum (laughs) are sitting there because see, people got to remember now they they play the same division. They've had so many same conference, and they've had so many letdowns. And these two are probably at home thinking, and I'm sure they say, "Man, I'm better than him." Yeah, Dame. Dame tells his old lady and his family. Oh, no, I'm better than Steph. Oh, for oh, sure. And I'm sure McCollum in his mind. Oh, yeah. And you can't argue with him now. McCollum really believes he's better than Dame. He better, uh, he think he's better than Dame. Ain't nobody doubt it. Well, right, for what he right, does. Right, mm-hmm. But yeah. in his mind, I know he's thinking like, yep, Clay, you can shoot it. Right. Mm-hmm. But if we had to put this suck on the floor, who you going to take? You going to take C.J. McCollum or you going to take Clay Thompson? Well, it's of, not even close. Yeah. Well, one right. of the things, too, no, though, what, what's the old nemesis, though? A team that like to that like to press you, they don't like to be pressed. Yeah. So you got one thing about it, they got to check them too. Mm-hmm. Let's get that mm-hmm. let's get that understood that they got to check them. And then we seen what happened when Steph was zero for eight, and they let him get one look at the hoop. And then it was and it was then he, out. Said, he started shooting it from <laughs> heaven. Lights out, Jigger man. Ain't no question. It was yeah. Giuliani time. Yeah, it was Giuliani time. <laughs> you did. That, that was after uh, they said uh, what's the name kicked him off the court. Did y'all hear about that? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that. Yeah, Chris Paul and his Chris man, Paul. and the other dude was like, man, you got you can't get these extra shots. <laughs> right, right. Wow. He took and, and the whole Steph, court, man. Steph told him, say, man, I kicked me out the court again. Right, right. right. So yeah. that he should have knew that was gonna fuel him, man. I mean, come on, man. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're going into this other topic. Uh, so we did. We never said, but. Realistically, guys, who do you think is coming out of the West? So, I know you already said, George. You already said that you think Portland got a shot. What do you think, Logan? Oh no, Portland has a chance. Yeah, they got a chance, but you know, Golden State just too tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially when the seven footer come back. Yeah, who you talking about? Oh, KD, yeah, KD. Man. Yeah, what you okay, think? Well, what you <laughs> think, Nardi? What's that? Who's coming out of the West? Out of the West, yeah. man. I, you know what? I'm not no uh, bandwagon guy. 
But uh, it's just hard. It, I can't fashion that uh, Portland go beat them. Can't nobody mm. beat them in a seven-game series. Yeah. That's I my think. thing. They can be beat, and they will might be beat one game here yeah. or there. But in a seven-game series, you talking about what G. Coach Wars just said. You got Draymond Green, and they can say whatever they want to say about him. And I'm not saying this because he's from Flint. Or he's Flint stuff. I mean, Saginaw. And I'm not saying that because he's from there. I'm saying it because it's the truth. Every time it's time to show up, he, he show up. up and his basketball IQ foresees everybody else. He almost played a perfect game. Yeah, night. whatever they need, he's going to give it whatever to Whatever he need, they're going to get it. He yeah. gave them hustle. Yeah. He gave them rebounds. Yeah. He gave them assists. And then he'd be shooting that flat three, and they'd be going in for the money. <laughs> he like Shaq flat. with the free throws. <laughs> everybody be moving back. Right, right, right. The scouting report say that you <laughs> yeah, should. That you should. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, right. Let him shoot if you want to. Well, you know, testicles aren't measurable. Not at all. Uh, you know, yeah. the scouting Not at all. And yeah, Nardi, you and Lowe's definitely remember yeah. Day Day when he was in the tenth grade at Saginaw. Oh my right, God! Right, Absolutely. Right. And I saw him playing against Ken Flowers. Yep. And Refford. and I saw this kid, and they were playing at Highland Park in some kind of Christmas thing. Christmas I, tournament. And I saw him. I said, "Wait a minute." I said, "Who's this? Who's, who's the chubby kid? Yeah. The big kid? Right, right, yeah, right." Oh, flat listen, flat. man, they had, they had a kid that was going to Boston College, Josh Southern. Josh Southern. Yeah. Another kid that went down to Tennessee, uh, Larry. I forget Larry's last name. And mm-hmm. I mean, he had a squad. They were one of the top twenty teams in the country. Yeah. But I'm looking at this sophomore who had a little bit of weight on him, couldn't jump, wasn't fast, but he is what made that engine go. Sure did. And when I said, well, "Man, I said, what school this kid going up going to?" They said, "Coach, he in the tenth grade." Yeah. I said, that kid a pro then. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, said, sure he, I said, this kid's 15, 16 years old. Sure I said, he's a pro. He a pro. Yeah. And, you know, people argue me up and down, people that I worked with when he was at Michigan State. I said, he'll get a pension from the league. Are y'all nuts? Yeah. Are y'all yeah, watching yeah, this y'all thing? Right? You understand what he does? Yeah. Mm. And people didn't think he was going to get yeah. picked high. It's a hell of a combination. That's like a pretty woman. Well, he didn't. He went in the second round. So, he, that's like a pretty woman that cook and clean. That's a hell of a combination. You did, Lori Lynn yeah. Ward. Go and tap yeah. yourself. That's right. I, I I tell you, when you got a when you got a guy that's tough, and he's smart. Man, come on, man. That's a, that's a tough combination right. to defeat. And, and, and then for him, that's what I'm saying. The second round for him was how they didn't think he was going that far. Right. But mm-hmm. does, does somebody saw something in him? Mm-hmm. It's what they see in him and the heart that he had. Even back then. So let me ask you this then. Will he fit with can y'all see him fitting with another team somewhere? Absolutely. He can fit with anybody. Yeah. Fit with anybody. A lot of people if you're not a hater, yeah. mm-hmm. you know his basketball IQ, he can fit with anybody. If you put him on any of the three teams that are left outside of Golden State in the final four, any one of those three teams will go to the NBA prime. That's exactly he, he's a right. basketball player. Yeah, if you there put you him go. on Philly, yeah. Philly yeah, will still be player. playing. There you go. Yeah. He's, a yeah. basketball he's a basketball coach player. McDaniels. He's a yeah. that's right. He's a basketball player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a man's man. Where some right. of the other ones go fold up. Now that's another topic. That's another topic. We're gonna talk about that another Monday. No question. Man's man. That's right. Because see, when it's time now, the coaches are looking like one of the coaches used to tell us. He said, "This week we're looking for all the ERW players. For those who don't know, we talking about eat right." and warm up. Mm-hmm. We don't need none of y'all this week. Right. We need guys that can get down. That's going to get down. And that's what it is. You got to have make your mind up that I come to get down. So and that's what it is. So it's pretty clear that y'all think that uh, Golden State is coming out of the West. Let's Ain't move, no question. Let's move over to the East. There it is. Portland okay. got a shot now. Portland got a shot. Okay, Portland got a shot. Portland got a shot. Portland got a shot. 
It's a light on the tunnel, though. I, <laughs> see, I want people to come. People, I want people that they gonna tune in. Every, they gonna tune in every Monday in a minute when they say, "Man, them dudes said Portland had a shot." <laughs> right. That's right. It, it, it is what it is. It's though. a light now. Okay, man. well, let's talk about Antetokounmpo. Right. Who, who's the MVP? Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This year. Who's the MVP? Oh yeah. So they because they skipped. They totally skipped over my man KD. So that, that's no good if he ain't in the conversation. Well, he has to be in the conversation. Uh, but yeah. I just think the plastic man. You know, you look at Giannis. That's who I believe that yeah. deserves so this I mean, year. Yeah. Where would Milwaukee be without him? Where yeah. would they be? You talking about talking a player MVP. that carries his team and ultimately makes his team better, and he's in the top, not top ten. He in the top five in every category. Every statistical Man, category. this guy loves his teammates, dude. Yeah. You know, he like playing with those guys over there. He love them, man. Yeah, he and love them. He give them the ball. He protect them. He does everything. He just like he hovers over them and protect them. I got you. That's right. You know, you, know, I, you I, can't I, beat a guy like that. No, nah, and he play, He plays with love for the game. So yeah, man. You watch him play. On, That's your um, MVP? He hungry, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going there. I'm Who going you got, Ron? That. Ron's son, you know, I, 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 hear, like, yeah. I, don't uh-huh, hear, I, I hear the skepticism. I, you know no, no, I hear no, no. the skepticism. <laughs> Absolutely. Ron, and you know, that's who you have. Yeah. No, no, listen, I'm, I'm just hosting, man. I just want to know what, <laughs> I just want to know everybody's thoughts. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What you think, Ron? Yeah, I like Antetokounmpo, though. I like him. You know, he does. he's a guy that does everything. You know, like you said, they wouldn't be where they are without him, man. And hey man, uh, that drop span in the in the key, man, is awesome, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's nuts. Well, hey, come on, man. Here every, we go. Every just, move. That's right. <laughs> every move. Just so everybody know, you know, my host today, my cousin, Jack of All Trades, Master of Many, my nickname for him is Sid the Science Kid. <laughs> he gonna look at everything scientifically and from all areas before he yeah, say before something he about anything. It. Before okay. that's right. He gonna look at it from every. That's one thing I do know about him. He go even back in the day when we used to be playing knuckles. <laughs> he, he always looked at it. if I play this card, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, might yeah, catch I like him on you, the back end. Well, like you have that. to do your due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> you you know. know what I mean? So that right there stands for something. But uh, uh, who so who gonna come out the East then? <sighs> I'm taking Milwaukee. You gotta. Go I like Toronto. I like Toronto. Oh, tell us why, Ron. I like that. Yeah, tell I like us. that. That's absolutely. Go I, ahead. I Take just my think, spot. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just think. I think Kawhi, and I also think what's the other with the, the power forward, my man. I think they're gonna forty three. What's his name? Uh, what's 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 my man name? Nardi. Enter Tacupo. No, 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 no. For, for Toronto. For Toronto. Oh, we're talking Sons. about Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Siakam. Laurie. Siakam. Siakam. Oh, Siakam. Go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think Siakam is going to have a real big series, and I think uh, I think him and, and, and Kawhi is going to be a little tough for him. I, I just do. I don't know, man. I'm going to go with uh, the big fella, uh, the Greek freak, and uh, the ex-Piston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, you had to go there, did you? I had to go Chris there. Middleton? Yes, Middleton, sir. Yeah. The ex-Piston. He playing good. He well, good. he shoots that thing. Oh, yeah. Really well. well, for the world of me, the the, the, the way we just let uh, – I like the guy – Not I'm kind of changing the subject, getting off matter, but I like the guy that we got coaching at the Pistons. Oh, so had, do I. Had they not let oh, Van yeah. Gundy yeah. Trade, Mess ha- up. Oh. trade Harris – and Caldwell Pope and Middleton, oh, he man. would have something to work with. They would have something to say about because oh, my man can no, coach. No, Dwayne Casey's a very good coach. Very good coach. Um, but I, I'm with Los. I think Milwaukee, uh, when you look at it overall, the one thing that, that, that 
Toronto has, though. They have Kawhi, Mark Gasol. You're talking about two MVP defensive players. That's true. right. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Lowry, who can check. Uh, oh, yeah. Siakam. Right. Checks. Oh, yes. He can check. Danny Green is very underrated defensively. Defensively. Very. Um, I, this is going to be a series that you're going to look at and you say, man, they play some very, very good basketball. It can go right. either way. It can go either way. I just think, you know, if Kawhi has to guard the Greek freak, is he going to wear down a little? It's going it's going to make his offensive game suffer a little bit. You know, it's, you know, maybe not a lot, but he's going to have to really work to keep this guy off the glass and everything else, man. That's a man, lot. That's a lot know, to ask for. That's a tall that's a tall task. That's true. Well, I mean, the one thing I think when you look at the Greek freak, every play he's trying to take the ball to the rack. Every single play, so. I mean, if you get somebody that that can move their feet, and uh, no, it's not that it's not that much foot movement in the world. He's seven <laughs> feet tall, yeah, and he can drop step. I've I've never seen it. He drops. Yeah. He can drop step from the elbow yes. and dunk it and dunk and dunk it. Now that, I mean, that's, that's, that's really without jumping. It's that, really unfair. Yeah, that's without um, jumping. And I'm gonna show you something about his mental toughness. Game one, everyone was ready to say, "Man, Ooh, did they write him off? Oh, they got him locked up. They got him locked up. Yeah, they got him off. Man, Look I at told it. you, Giannis, they blocked he ain't ready the for shot. Yeah, and Giannis." Went home and said, all right, no, man, just settle down. He was very excited. You know, it's it's like you went to the prom as a young man in the 10th grade. He was too excited. You know, he, he couldn't handle everything that was going on. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. He settled himself down, and he dominated the series. Yes, he did. He yeah. didn't get rattled or anything. Yeah. Everybody had anointed balls, and they said they went in and took one in Milwaukee. All right. And they won just about every game by almost 20 points. The rest of the way. <laughs> Once I mean, he got himself together. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. So – I think this is going to be fun to watch. I'm looking forward to it. I'll sit in the basement, man, and uh, you know we'll do our thing. And I'm coming by. But here, yeah, on, here's man. a key point for Two TVs down there. The, the time is going by so fast, but here's a key really point is. for it. Who is going to check my man on Milwaukee, the point guard? Because he a dog. <laughs> Who no. going to check him? So that that X is out, Laurie. No, that's Laurie, man. No, that's, that's Laurie's guy. I, 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 I think, La- I think because – because Milwaukee <laughs> plays a system where okay. Bledsoe isn't – he's not relied on the score a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But he can score. He can he can, he can get to the bucket. If he can shoot the ball, I mean, you – you, you over with. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't be talking about nobody else at the point guard position. He's athletic, he's tough, he's fast, all that. I just think Lowry will do a decent job on him. I want to see Bledsoe – I want to see Bledsoe play from the neck up a little bit more. If he plays smart. Milwaukee can win this whole thing. What about the backup point guard then? George Hill? That's right. Real deal. Ain't no question. Real deal. So, has so, has played extremely well. At. Has played extremely he's, well in this He's Popovich trained. Come on. Mm. Pop of this yeah. train. So yeah. I keep telling people, you gotta if you're gonna look at the train, you gotta look at all of it. There you go. I got something uh, that that kind of bothered me, guys. And since we're talking about basketball, this is a little switch from what we were talking about. Can you guys tell me, Los, you or George, let me know why, how come no one signed Melo for the playoffs? I don't know. Lowe's talk about it because I'm going to go behind you. You talk about it. I don't know, man. I don't have an answer for you. Talk about it, about it, Los. I'm going okay, behind let, you. Let me say this. Let me say this. Because for a team like the Pistons that didn't even have a small forward or a closer, we was going through – uh, Blake Griffin. Our office was going through Blake Griffin. Carmelo could have been our closer. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I just I can't understand why 
When? No when are we talking about? Right talking now? About right, right. This past playoff time. Because we were, we were running our offense through Blake Griffin. How can I say this, man? I, you know. <laughs> be nice, George. No, I'm, no, man, be, you go, no, 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 no. Be, be nasty. real. Be real. This the hard course. Car- Absolutely. Car- Carmelo Anthony is one of the most talented players to ever play the game. He's one of the most talented scorers to ever play this game. Mm-hmm. At, Carmelo doesn't play to win. I look at I look at Melo, I look at James Harden, I look at some of these guys, and I think I couldn't win with you. You don't get an effort. And and I I've told some players that at the high school level, and I and I tell them, and you know, a lot of people don't, you know, coach, you shouldn't say that. And at some point, the rubber meets the road, and I've got to be real with you. <laughs> What's wrong with the truth? There's nothing wrong with the truth. It, it, you know, we've messed we've messed up a generation <laughs> of people the because we don't want to tell them the truth. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Melo. His second jump, you know, people talk about his scoring ability, his ability to shoot. Mm-hmm. He has as quick a second jump than his you, first one. Than his first jump. Sure does. As you've ever seen in the league. And he's six foot nine inches tall. Melo don't want to rebound. Nope. Melo don't want to check. <laughs> Melo don't want to take a charge. If we look and see statistically how many charges he's taken in his career, how many times he's averaged over 10 and a half rebounds in his career, that will tell you everything. So for me, as I watch Melo play, yep. You'll get us a bucket. You'll do something. You'll tap your head when you hit a three. But are you really, are you really trying to win the game? Are you willing to mm. get nasty? Are you willing to get nasty? So it's his effort. His effort to mm. win, though. Mm. When he gets the ball, he going to work. Other than that, yeah. Nah, he, I, it's, it's mellow ball. He's pissed me off <laughs> a lot of times in his career, right. man. Right. Mm. Yeah. All right, guys. So, you know, the time has went by fast. We really had a, you know, Really good time talking basketball, uh, but for we have five minutes left, mm-hmm. and so what? What I like to what me and Nard like to do is we like to uh, give a couple personal questions. There we go for you guys at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So right. when right. I when I when I ask these questions, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you first, George, and then have you follow up, Carlos, with the same question. All right, okay, George. Uh, right now at this very moment, what is your favorite food? Yeah, <laughs> I really just love turkey and dressing, man. Uh, I can't, don't eat it all the time. But he t- said real food. Yeah, real food. Turkey okay. and dressing, macaroni, cheese, and greens could always. Okay, you, yeah. you can always get me to the table. Okay, That's right. same question, Los. At this very moment, what is your favorite food? Yeah, uh, spaghetti and chicken. Okay, all day. The all of okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now, uh, George. Next question. Los goes to a lot of parties. <laughs> a lot of parties. You better have some spaghetti and chicken. He was in Vegas a minute ago. He oh, said, yeah. um, had no spaghetti. <laughs> George. Next question. What food is your guilty pleasure? The food's like, you know what? I know I ain't supposed to be eating this, but you know what? Oh yeah. hell, that's easy. Uh, hell, turkey and dressing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Pizza or hamburger and fries, man. My wife just, I mean, hamburger and fries. We're going to do that once a week somewhere. Okay. Uh, but pizza is, yeah, it's, it's tough. Okay, what about you, Los? Uh, cheesecake. Oh, my nice. man. Yeah. yeah. Cheesecake, man. Not one. bad. It Not kills bad. me. Man, Not yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm a yeah, meat and potatoes guy. Cheesecake brownie. What? Oh, okay, yeah. next question, George. Favorite sports movie? 
Remembering the Titans or man, or, or, on, glory, or Glory Road. You man. did? You can't remember the Titans. Those, remember the Titans. All right, same question, Lowe. Oh, man, let's go with uh, that Denzel flick. Uh, remember the Titans? No, no, not that one. The one with him and uh, uh, Allen. What's that? Uh, Allen, Allen. He got game. That's there, oh, he got game. He got game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, I, I you, know, y'all, you guys are basketball guys. Yeah, nobody like nobody like saying Hoosiers, game. man. That's my nah, favorite, man. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 ain't doing nothing for me, Ross. He got game, Ross. They didn't have game. I can tell you, I never saw it in the tires. Really? Man, that's one of my favorites, man. All right, guys, last question. Uh, pet peeve, the one thing that you just hate to see. Wow. And what? I think, I think me working for Ceasefire Detroit and working with our youth and, and working with our young men as much as I do, I just hate to see, I hate to see that our, our men uh-huh. in our community aren't assuming the responsibility and accountability that they're supposed to Great. in our world. You know, I, I just I, I think that's the biggest thing. Superb. Great. It's, Great yeah, profile. It's, Great it's, ki- it's killing the generation. Well yeah. said and profile. Great answer. Great George. answer. What about you, Lowe? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to piggyback on that one with G. Ward, man. It, uh, the young man, the accountability, because I'm a witness right now. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter has two boys, and wow. the baby daddy is awful. You know, he uh-huh. run off and get a new girlfriend, and she dump him. He loses his job. Now my daughter is guilty. Then you hit her with the, uh, they your responsibility. That's all right, bro. They got a granddaddy. I got you. There you go. Wow. Oh, well man. said. Guys. On that note, right there, wow. no, well no more need to be said. You ain't lying. Wow. Yeah. That's straight to the point, right there. We gotta have part two of this in a few weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. We two. like to thank everybody. We like to thank Coach Carlos McDaniel's. We like to coach. Thank my boy G Ward, yeah. the host, Ron Taylor, myself, B Hall. We like to thank everybody. We think this is a great forum. And we will see you next week. See you next Same week, bad place. Thank Same y'all for having us. Does, it, does anyone yeah. know what instant six means though? <laughs> <laughs> does anyone yeah. know that was on the back of Nardi's letterman when he I, when I saw that letterman, I said, oh, Man, wow. that's the coldest <laughs> phrase I've seen okay. on the letterman you jacket. <laughs> <laughs> instant man. six. All right. We Appreciate it, man. We're going to leave it on that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right. you. Thank you for having Love me. Love and